You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Lisa Wysocki coming to you from Ashland City, Tennessee. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, January 26th, episode 3,352, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad acts. Enjoy the show. Well, I would like to thank Lisa for joining us. Lisa, apparently you had a very long night. Tell us about it, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, you know, every county in every state in the entire country, one of the last 10 days of January, they have people who go out and count all the homeless in the area. And so that's what I was doing last night. Uh, Our Colby's Army team, along with some Metro Nashville police officers, we were out uh, in muddy paths, climbing up hills and down valleys and crossing creeks, going to uh, homeless encampments at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And um, asking them very personal information and then giving them some gift bags and then going on to the the next camp. But we counted over 40 people and uh, I got in, I don't know, it was after three this morning. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm almost awake. I mean, to me, like what you just described doesn't sound super safe. Like you're hiking at three o'clock in the morning through (laughs) mud and rain, trying to find homeless people like that. At least you had, you know, again, you're asking these people personal questions about sure. their living situation. Mm-hmm. Is it sweetened by a gift bag kind of it thing? It is. It is. So so they, they got some gift cards and we threw in some Colby's Army swag and, and some food and all that stuff. But they knew we were coming. So that's that's the caveat oh. there is, is most of them knew that we were coming. We'd been telling them for a couple of weeks, hey, Thursday night, we're going to wake you up. Um, and uh, everybody was so gracious, Jamie. I mean, they, they really wanted to help because the, the day data that's collected helps our Metro Nashville County and the state and the country decide how how best to offer services to help people. So now could you not be like, Hey, we're going to come around lunchtime on Thursday. No, it has to be middle of the night. Here's the thing. So somebody in Washington, DC at HUD, who I swear has never, ever talked to somebody living in homelessness makes up all these rules. And so you have to do it at night. Because they think, well, people are going to be stationary and they're not going to be, you know, crossing over a road or over to the next encampment. And God forbid they get counted twice. So, um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. So it's yeah. like a, it's a money saving thing. I guess, or I don't know what it is, but, but HUD makes these rules and they have these questions that, you know, you have to ask them a certain way. And I understand they're trying to get the correct data from, you know, somebody in Washington state and somebody in Florida, but, um, uh, some of it's uh, a little weird, but, but, you know, uh, we do it once a year. This was, I think the 11th year in a row that I've done that. And, um, yeah, we had a good crew and everybody was, you know, in a good mood and, and, uh, had a good time. So it was good. 
I mean, you're for anybody who's never met Lisa, if you gently, slowly walk around her, you will see wings coming out of her shoulder blades. <laughs> like, it's amazing. There's a halo on top of your head. You're just such an amazing, generous, kind human. And I'm so proud to know you. And what the work that you and Colby's Army do is just amazing. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, because I do know you had some other drama happen last night. Yeah. Including this morning, right before we went on the air, you stepped in dog puke. So we'll get to I that. <laughs> um, but first, we'll let you go ahead and cover your daily winnie. So my daily winnie goes to Tim and Jeff and Tony. Uh, they are respectively a plumber, a general contractor, and a roofer. And I only talk to them when I have a crisis. And they are so gracious and and so kind to me. Um, but, you know, here in Tennessee last week, we had, you know, zero degree temperatures. And we had the snowmageddon. And then we had the ice storm. And then we had, you know, four inches of rain. And, and uh, so I was sitting in the office in the barn yesterday. And our office is... It's 11 feet wide and it's 38 feet long. And so I'm sitting kind of right in the middle of it. And all of a sudden to this left, I hear this kind of crash. And I look over to my left and the whole ceiling has fallen down. <sighs> and we have one of those dropped ceilings in the office with those, those little white boards, you know. Yeah. And anyway, all of that came down and all the insulation came down. And then water started spewing. And I'm like, oh, crap. So, um, so I called uh, Tim and Tony and Jeff. <laughs> And the insurance company. They see your phone number pop up on the screen. They're like, oh. oh I know. I know. And they never, they never like show that to me. <laughs> that's exactly what they're thinking because they, oh, that's her again. Um, but, but yeah, so they're all um, coming out today and <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what, what the plan of action is going to be because we've got. We've got roof damage. We have internal ceiling damage. We have pipe damage. We have uh, insulation that's going to have to be replaced. And um, uh, yeah, so that's fun. Plus, plus, I, uh, I I got up this morning. I had a flat tire, and then I, I stepped in dog vomit. So oh gosh, you're just not having morning. a great day. Well, hopefully, you get a break from the weather. It, we we had yesterday where it didn't rain here. Oh, wow. And, and uh, apparently it's going to start again in like an hour. So I've got about an hour to get the show done. Then I got to get the horses in because it's going <laughs> to drop 20 degrees and rain yet again. And the really cool thing is you're east of me and it's heading your way next. So that should be fun. So Yeah. So uh, it's dry here today. We're supposed to get rain all day tomorrow. 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Yep, I'm yep. sending it. I'll try to stop it. I'll Thank try to you, blow Jamie. it back the other way, but <laughs> I can't make any promises. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, my daily Winnie goes out to, gosh, this gets just getting confusing, but I'm going to go with it. So the five star in Kentucky, it used to be in the eighties, it was Kentucky. And then it got the sponsorship of Rolex. And so we called it Rolex forever. You know, where are you going in April? We're going to Rolex. Got to go to Rolex. Got to go to Rolex. Well, then a few years ago, it got bought out and dropped by Rolex, actually, and then picked up by Land Rover. So then it became call it Land Rover because Rolex dropped their sponsorship. Don't give them credit. So call it Land Rover. So it was Land Rover. <sighs> it's not Land Rover anymore, Lisa. They've changed the name Yet again, did I'm you see to this? Ask. 
Well, it's now called, which is kind of a cool name, the Defender Kentucky three-day event presented really? by Mars Equestrian. The Defender. And I was like, Defender? What is Defender? It sounds like a horse boot, you know? Like yeah, something yeah. you'd strap on a leg before cross-country. Defender is actually a type of Land Rover. I had to Google it. It, it must be like, really? wow, this really worked because look at all these internet hits we're getting. Because nobody know. I didn't know what a Defender was. I'm not in the luxury car world, you know, so, yeah. but it is a, um, you can spend up to like 80 grand on a defender. I'm sure you probably oh spend my. more. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So there is now, now it's not Kentucky. It's not Rolex. It's not Land Rover. It's now the defender, which that, I think I'm just going to go back to calling it Kentucky. It's very confusing. Yeah, it is. It's like, uh, when the sponsorship, like badminton and Burley are both called badminton and Burley, no matter what. So I don't know that it gets a little, uh, confusing, but you know, I appreciate sponsors doing their thing. So sure. if, if you know what, I, I should try to call it defender because that is, uh, who's paying for it. So we appreciate their sponsorship and, um, this is the quote from Aaron Woodall, the executive director of EEI, which is Equine uh, Events uh, Incorporated. We are delighted to announce a new name for our world-class event, the Defender Kentucky Three-Day Event. The Kentucky Three-Day Event has a rich history of inspiring people to overcome obstacles on any terrain, a quality that applies equally well to Defender. This year promises to be a great year for our event with many exciting changes in the works, none of which would be possible without the support of Defender and our other generous sponsors. So there you have it. It's now Defender. So in April, I'll see you at Defender, Lisa. <laughs> now, Lisa, we do have Jen producing because Glenn is gone. By the way, thank you for coming in and co-hosting with me while Glenn is at a uh, podcasting conference. Podcast. Uh, uh, pod fest. Yes. Yeah. Um, so his lovely wife, Jen is holding down the fort and producing now, Jen last I talked to Glenn, which was er, last week, the barn was built at any more progress. The barn is built and we finally got our inspection done. So not only is the barn built, the barn is legal. Oh, that's, awesome. oh. <laughs> that's important part of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I saw the pictures on Facebook. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. The um, It's really funny living in Ocala. The inspector comes out. He's looking very serious and looking at the engineering plans, making sure all the things are where they're supposed to be. And he sees the carriage sitting in there. Oh, you have horses. Yes. So, of course, the topic goes to horses. Well, my my wife has horses and we ride. And then, then the next Friday, the next half an hour, it was a discussion of the inspector's horses. <laughs> Did everybody show pictures of their horses? Yes, everybody's that... scrolling through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will tell you that one of the things that my family loves to do, uh, it's super weird because it makes me crazy, is they love to listen to my son always wants to hear weird news like it's his favorite part of the week so i always play weird news and chad loves to listen to really bad ads so i was playing weird news and really bad ads we were driving from dallas and we start doing it and then glenn 
casually mentions over two acres ranch. And Chad was like, I'm sorry, what did he say? And I'm like, <laughs> that's the name of their farm. And he, I told him this story of why you called it over two acres ranch and he loved it. So just to make sure I didn't mess it up, tell us why you named your new farm to be over two acres ranch. A very long time ago, when we became renters, sold our farm, we both looked at each other because we were pretty well burned out and said, we will never, ever have a farm again. Nothing over two acres in our life, ever. It's too stressful. <laughs> and, and here you are here with are. more than two acres. How many do you have? There are five acres there. Wow. There are five never acres. Never say never. That, well, you know, we tried. The, the lot right next to us went up for sale and we, we just, just like, well, we can either afford a house or the five acres next door. Yeah. What'd, yeah. what'd you go with? We went with that. We went with the house only. The only reason we went with house and not five acres next door is the county will not live, let us live in our horse trailer. Oh, <laughs> so I was going to say you could totally live in that horse trailer. We totally could. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Jen, ask for forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> Haven't you learned that already? <laughs> I know. I'm such a rule follower. That makes me a boring person for podcasting. So they make you have. They make you have a legal structure first, so you could build the house and then live in the horse trailer. <laughs> we See? could. She's thinking. She's, She's thinking. thinking. <laughs> That's right. She's thinking. Oh, uh, well, I'm excited for you guys. That's great. I think it's, you know, especially in Florida with the cost of boarding, it's not like your horses are going to go anywhere. So you're going to keep those. So you might as well make that board payment to yourself. That's you know right. I mean? like, That's right. And we're going to have three I'm, stalls so we can have four horses. Jen, you're making money right now. I okay. am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, was, I, love, I was shopping last week, so you know. Uh, there you go. Everybody has everybody who has a farm name always has a. There, there's always such a good story. So that's one yes. of my favorite things is to ask people how they got their farm name. You know, we're flyover farm. We. Our logo is an F sixteen and a horse jumping, and I figured we both flyover stuff. Plus, we were underneath um, when we named our farm that underneath the air force base luke air force base in phoenix mm -hmm. and so we were always getting flyovers all the time i mean chad flew the f-16s over all the time uh so then we moved to oklahoma and i'm like oh, we're gonna have to change the name because we're nobody's flying over anymore and it was literally like the second day that we were here, we're outside setting everything up and all these giant airplanes are going over. And it turns out we're in the flight path for the air force base here in Oklahoma. And I was like, perfect. Yay! Wow! The name gets to stay. <laughs> so I, if you ever talk to somebody about their farm and just ask them what the name is, it's always a good story. Yeah. Now, Lisa, um, one thing about all the weather that we've been having is it is, uh, it's abscess season. Oh, boy, and I, I tell you, I know there's some listeners who have come on and ask about abscesses. And so we can kind of, I can kind of recommend some of the things that I do for abscesses, but have you been dealing with this as well? Yeah. So, you know, we, like you, uh, you know, normally can deal with them ourselves and, and they resolve and, and, but this, this last week when it was zero degrees with six inches of snow, I had to call the vet yeah. and, uh, she had just been walking on three legs and nothing I was doing was getting any progress on this, this abscess. And, and, um, uh, he, 
came out and drained it and wrapped it up. And, and so I don't know what you do. I normally uh, just do Epsom salts and iodine wraps and then soaking and, and you know, put some drawing salve in there. And, you know, over a couple of days, it pretty much takes care of itself. But um, this time it, it didn't. And um, he, you know, he just said, look, you're doing everything that I would do. And um, uh, we added some butte and he drained it. And, and But I just know a lot of the listeners are having the same things. And a, a lot of people, you know, their horses are outside. And so then it's hard to keep it dry and it's hard to keep, you know, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> well, I love the product Animal Intex, which yes, is like, yes, you know, it, it's, you put that in the hoof and it draws it out, but sometimes, you know, we use you, that. you run out. And yeah. <laughs> so I had to do with the, with the last that I had, I was like, Oh, let me get the animal index. And I didn't have any, and I had been, you know, like soaking the foot, but it's really hard when it's cold to keep water warm it to is. soak it. So I was like, I'm just going to go with the animal index and we're going to hope for the best. And I didn't have any. Oh, so, that's, that's so annoying. Yeah, we, yeah. We, I used that as well last week. Well, so then I remember one clinic that I worked at, they used Sugardine. And what that oh. is, is you take the diaper and, well, you, you have your diaper that you're going to put yep. on the bottom of the hoof. You've made your, you know, uh, duct tape square. Yeah. You know, the double yep. duct tape square that you're going to then wrap around it. But I didn't have any animal intake. So uh, I, d- I decided to go with the sugar done, which is basically sugar and iodine. And you mix it up like like in a bowl, like a thick paste. Yeah. So you use a lot of sugar and a lot of iodine. You make it into like this big paste. And what's really fun is it's like Ixamol where you scoop into a diaper, this like brown, wet mess, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. always super fun. It's like, it Yay. looks like a big, full, dirty diaper and you smush that on it. But to add to the fun, I didn't have any like regular sugar because I don't buy like stuff like that. And I had to come up with something. All I had was like organic <laughs> sugar, like this, like, nine dollar a pound sugar that i had and i was like babe can you bring the sugar down he's like what <laughs> hey, listen don't question things just i'm like it's sugar or a vet bill what do you want <laughs> <laughs> so we use the organic you know super healthy sugar that we bought at whole foods <laughs> I'm like, this is the most expensive stupid boot i've ever done in my entire life but oh. again you have to do what you have to do when it's that situation and it's cold and it's snowy and you can't really get out of your house yeah. and and amazon is going to take too many days to deliver your animal index and you can't yes. get this tax shop and you're just like i don't know what to do i don't know i don't know i did come up with with um, uh, a trick for keeping the water warm though when I'm soaking when oh, it's zero don't. degrees a hair dryer. Wait, what? I you just I like just, I just plugged the hair dryer in and blew it, you know, like a couple inches from the water, and it kept the water warm. Okay, so <laughs> let me think about this for a second. What could possibly go wrong Everything. with having a horse Everything. standing in a bucket of water while you're holding a hairdryer that is plugged into the wall? Listen, people, don't do what we do. Do what we say. Exactly. <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> well, I'd never thought of that, but that sounds uh, sounds yeah. interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That is like here, here, pony. I know you don't like being clipped, but I'm just gonna run this blow dryer by your foot as you're standing in a bucket of water while I'm plugged into the wall. Yeah, yeah do so, do what we say, not what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I just forget I just said it. Just forget it. <laughs> oh, you know what though? You just have to be. You have to have ingenuity, I guess, when you're was dealing with degrees, horses. Ice was forming in the bucket. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Well, that's inventive, and I'm I'm excited to know that somebody did that and survived. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we're done with that. We can, well, you can ask me about the pony if you want. Yep, yep, let's do that. Just say, so I'm like, oh my God, I saw you got a pony. Yep. Yeah, three, two, one. So, Jamie, I, I just saw that you got a pony. Can you tell me? Tell me, tell me. Oh my God, he's so cute. Well, let, let, uh, for those who've already heard, I'll, I'll make it quick, but I, after my last, um, issue with losing my, my Pharaoh baby. Um, yeah. I, I, I took about a month off and I've been a little bit kind of down in the dumps. And I thought, you know, what would be really fun is if I took a Western horse and turned it into an English show pony. So what I wanted to do, I had these parameters and I sent them out to some friends and I said, I want something 14 to under 10 cheap. That is a horse. that's like doing a working Oklahoma Western type job, not a show pony. I want right. something that needs to like, I want something that's never been kissed on the nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> like nothing that's had any sort of snuggles whatsoever. And I'm going to see if I can make him into a show pony. And uh, by the way, I want him to be a gelding and I want him to be Pinto and I want him to be 14 hands and under 10 years. And so you're not was, asking for anything. You just want yeah. a pony. I just want a pony. <laughs> so, um, my friends within like two days found me this pony that was, turns out he's, I did buy him sight unseen. Uh, I got lots of videos. So you uh, do that. I, I just don't know that I could do that, but yeah, you're really good at that. But I can, I fix things. So yeah, you know, even if I have like, I just wanted the videos to make sure he was sound and any sort of behavior stuff is the fun. That's the fun stuff for me. So mm -hmm. they, they sent me this pony. I, I looked at the videos and he's, you know, Four, they said he's 14 too. He's eight years old. He's a Pinto. He's a gelding and he's cheap. So I was like, well, send me the videos. They send me all the videos I asked for, which is important because, you know, scams are real. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's like, I want I'm like, okay, now I want a video of him turning to the left at the trot, you know, and they would send it to me. So I knew I had a good communication. So they delivered him and, um, uh, <clears throat> He's 13, three, of course he is, <laughs> but he is eight years old and he is a Pinto and he is a gelding. Uh, he does have some weird issues here and there, but he's going to be great. Um, but he definitely, Lisa has never been kissed on the nose. And you know how I know that because you can't get anywhere near his face. Well, there you go. <laughs> so he's so incredibly head shy, bless his heart. And, uh, he has been where he was. They got, they got him three weeks before I did because some, they had mules and somebody traded him for a mule. This is like so Oklahoma people like, but like, I'm looking for this. Here's what I have to trade. You know, it's like a trading post. I have a neighbor who traded a chainsaw for a gelding. <laughs> See, <laughs> that happens. Yeah. People trade stuff all the time. And, and he was like, I traded my mule for him and then I'm selling him. And so they hog hunted on him and. Uh, he worked the cattle sale barn where they like herd cattle into the auction. I don't know. Uh, I, di I didn't research 
I didn't want to do any more research on that, but they sent me the videos and I took him and again, he's tiny and he's cute. Um, and he's going to be great, but it's been so terrible. The freezing rain this week that I haven't really been able to play with him. So I'm excited. I've got, well, no, I'll, in about three days, I'll see him again. <laughs> Besides <laughs> just throwing food to him and giving him hay, uh, I will eventually play with him again. Eventually, it will stop raining and stop freezing. Uh, but he, he's going to be really fun. And and like I said, he, he definitely has never had a smooch on the nose. So he's I can catch him now. I can pick up his feet. So well, that's good. Those are things that that's are good. progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things. Uh, before we get to our first guest, let's hear from our title sponsor, our dear friends over at Kentucky Performance Products. Remember, you can go check out all their products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Biotin is a B vitamin and has become commonplace in feed rooms across the world because of its reputation as an effective hoof supplement. An interesting fact that was discovered by researchers looking at biotin's impact on hoof quality was that horses with normal blood levels of biotin still had poor quality hoof horn, and that despite normal blood levels, horses responded to high doses of biotin given orally. This tells us that unhealthy hooves are not necessarily a result of a deficiency. Over the years, multiple other studies have found a statistically significant improvement in overall hoof condition when horses are supplemented with at least 20 milligrams of biotin per day. Researchers found that if improvement in hoof quality was seen within 8 to 15 months of supplementation, the horse would need to remain on biotin the rest of its life to maintain that improvement. Other nutrients such as zinc, methionine, and iodine can also affect hoof quality. A well-balanced hoof supplement will contain all of these nutrients in addition to the 20 milligrams of biotin per serving. When you're looking for an affordable, effective hoof supplement, we recommend Caraform Hoof and Coat Supplement. If you want a show ring shine and strong, healthy hooves, you can count on Caraform. You can learn more about Caraform at kppusa.com. Got questions about your feeding program? We can help. Email Karen at questions at kppusa.com or call us at 859-873-2974. I'm pleased to welcome our first guest to the show, Katie Gilmore. She's the podcast host of Polls, Piaf, and Prosecco, some of my favorite things. Uh, and she is joining us. Where in the world are you, Katie? I am in West Sussex in the southeast of England. Southeast of England. Oh, what What is it like there in the end of January? Uh, it's very cold, um, very bright today, actually, which is a rare change. It's, we've had endless rain this winter. It's made me really question my life choices about having horses at home <laughs> with <laughs> flooded fields and everything else. Um, and it, it's been quite hard work. But today it is beautiful. It's dry. It's sunny. And it's, it's quite glorious. It almost feels like there's a bit of a hint of spring coming. But I might just be being a bit fanciful there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's right around the corner in a few months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I've been seeing a lot of videos from, uh, from my friends over there. And the horses are just, you know, knee deep in mud. And that's just the way that the way that it is. Oh, it is. I have two grey mares um, oh, no. and I have a little a little skew board as well. And one of them in particular, I, I think she identifies as Bay. Um, <laughs> she's been rolling and she's covered in mud. And I just go and bring her from the field and look at her and just think, oh, really? 
really do I have to deal with this now? Oh man, that's terrible. Well, tell us a little bit about your podcast, Poles, Piaf and Prosecco. Yes. So I work with Tanya Grantham, who is a Grand Prix dressage rider and she's a pole work specialist as well. Um, And we podcast every other week. Uh, We have a mixture of special guests. We have listeners questions to Tanya on training their horses. And we do, of course, always try a different Prosecco and review it because Prosecco is a very important part of this. (laughs) I love Um, it. (laughs) We've just been recording actually with uh, an equine law expert. Uh, today but we've recently also spoken to a mindset coach and she was brilliant that's episode nine that's available on spotify now and on apple podcasts um so, and so you recorded today earlier yes well, we've got another interview to do later as well today um i've just sent tanya out to teach in my arena actually while i talk to you um but yes yeah, so we recorded with jackie dark today who's a, an equine lawyer um, and she deals with things like, um, you know, purchases of horses if, if a dealer won't take a horse back or there's a legal dispute. Uh, she dealt with um, the situation regarding Carl Hester's horse, Utopia, after the 2012 Olympics as well. Um, so really interesting lady. So that will be coming out in February. It sounds like a very heavy conversation post-Prosecco drinking. I mean, I'm just going to say. <laughs> I, I tend to find the Prosecco helps. you've got to remember we've got a time difference it's kind of it's half past three here in the afternoon so it's a perfectly acceptable time to be drinking Prosecco (laughs) so whatever you say Fred whatever you say that's great now one of the things that we were going to talk to you about today is there are some fashion changes coming in British dressage that's right yes so the governing body British dressage has changed the rules it was always white or cream joggers or britches uh, now riders can wear any colour as long as it's a dark, solid colour. So uh, they can wear black or navy, or they can wear brown, probably get away with wearing maroon. So I think we're going to see quite a, a different look at competitions uh, in the UK moving forward. And that came into effect at uh, the beginning of the year, so at the beginning of January. Um, Did- and, uh, you know, it opens up a whole new stage of matchy-matchy, doesn't it? Of matchy-matchy saddle pads, jodhpurs, jackets. Now, the important part of that is that, like you were saying, it's been raining so much and there's so much mud that it's got to be helpful to not be wearing white. I never understood why we wore white in a barn. It's crazy. I know. It's a really, really stupid thing, isn't it? And how can you possibly get out of your lorry, get your horse tax? I don't think it's humanly possible. You know, though, you always know that one person at the horse show who always looks clean. And I I just I've never understood how they were able to do it. So at least this levels the playing field a little bit. I think they must have a groom for the horse and a groom for themselves. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably. Now, uh, another thing that you have coming up as well that you want to talk about was the reduction of using dewormers for your horses. And I know that we've We've definitely been on that train for a while here in the U.S. So talk about what's going on over there. So this has been something that's been of concern to vets for a long time. And they've they've encouraged yard owners to be fecal testing rather than just chemically worming. Um, There's uh, there was a survey that was organized by Project Worms, which stands for Working to Overcome Resistance and Make for a Sustainable Future. Um, and the idea was to investigate parasite control in UK horses and look at where management practices could be improved and whether vets could be a little more targeted with, with that advice. 
Um, the survey was completed by 4,233 people. Um, they found that 84% carry out regular worm counts um, on their horses and 40% routinely test for tapeworm. Uh, the advice that they're giving more now is to be poo-picking the grazing rather than chemically worming uh, and rotating the grazing and cross-grazing with other species. And that, that advice has kind of always been around. Um, but they're now also encouraging people not to just worm, but to, be able to, but to get advice on what they're using to worm uh, so that you're actually targeting the parasites that your horse actually has. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's important all over the world at this point. Um so that is important. So uh, p- polls, Piaf and Prosecco, what do you have coming up? Okay, so um, next week uh, we will be publishing our episode with personal trainer Paul Snowzell. He specializes in riders. He's worked with uh, Fiona Bigwood and Anders Dahl, who are both based in the UK. Um, and he puts Tanya through her paces. So bless her, she just came to record a podcast and I had her doing crunches and all sorts of abdominal work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we have a video alongside uh, that podcast that you'll be able to see on social media as well. So you can see the exercises that he recommends for riders to help strengthen your core. Um, as I said, we've just spoken to Jackie Dark. We're also talking to Matt Frost, uh, who's an international dressage rider. He is also training Singapore's only member of the Singapore dressage team that's going off to Paris, Caroline Chu. And he trains her and the horse. So I'm quite keen to hear how they make that work because he's based in Gloucestershire and she's based in Singapore. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's interesting. So, well, great. Well, where can people find Pulse, Piaf and Prosecco? You can find us on Spotify and it's free to listen to. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to listening to it. Thank you for joining us, Katie. And we'll talk to you again next month. Amazing. Thank you so much. For first-time horse owners and new riders, finding the information and support you need can be challenging. That's why Equine Network has partnered with Sentinel and Absorbing to bring you My New Horse. From important horsekeeping information and how-to videos to social media communities, exclusive experiences, and more, My New Horse is your one-stop shop for riders of all levels and disciplines looking for easy-to-understand horse care information and guidance. Start your horse ownership journey today. Visit MyNewHorse.com. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like Cowgirls and Ridiculous Ranches, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from BailRacing.com and Horse and Rider On Demand. Whether you're ready to relax with your favorite series, binge-watch competition footage, or train with a world champion, subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. Well, I would like to 
to say that everybody who sends a really bad ad is entered for the prize, and the prize this month has uh, yet to be determined. So we're not going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, <laughs> but I would like to say that Rebecca, Nicole, Brenda, Janelle, Jenny, you're you are entered. We're just not going to be able to get to them today. But the first one comes from Clark. Would you like to get started, or you want me to, Lisa? Oh, I'll start. Okay. I'll start. So, so this says horses for sale in Florida only. I guess that's where it's from. Six-year-old F. Brady, Newhouse, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> and there is, <laughs> and there is a picture of what I think is a thinner, maybe Appaloosa, maybe Roni kind of horse. It's uh, kind of wet or muddy, um, kind of hard to decide. Um, and, and I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you I don't, can't, I don't know what an F ready horse is. Um, and the thing is like all the pictures that we're seeing of this horse, you can't see the head. Like no. it's like you see the middle of the horse. Yeah. <laughs> right. From right. Like, it's like they stood on a fence post and like took a picture down. While the, yeah, while the horse is eating, but the head is missing. And then in the background, it looks like there's, I don't know, their trash pile or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that. You're right. That's like, it looks like they're building an over two acres ranch barn <laughs> and they've got all the pieces just strewn about for the yes. barn in the woods. Yeah. Somebody needs to come rescue this horse. Oh, no, no soul, Lisa. You can't have any soul. This is how I end up with too many horses. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, Allison sent in the next one and it looks like this is um, a Facebook post. Uh, it doesn't say the page, but I'll just read it. Four, oh, there's not much punctuation. No, there is and not. it's really long. Oh, Lord. Big deep breath. <sighs> For your consideration, I'd like to introduce you to Big John, 18H16, your young grade Percheron gelding Big John. Was used on a dude ranch as a wagon horse. For many years, he drives double and on the left. Space comma he was then purchased by an old timer for a teammate for driving space comma sadly the old timer had broke his shoulder won't be able to harness and hitch anymore it's been a few months since he was drove last and only drove every now and then around the farm of the old timer i bought in big john in hopes to make him my dream riding horse but i'm extremely afraid of <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Did not. First of all, I'm already confused on who the heck the old timer is. Is that a horse or is that a person? Anyway, continuing about Big John, I'm extremely afraid of heights and didn't think it would carry on to a horse space comma of his size as I'm used to riding 16 slash 17 H horses. But big John is the biggest horse I've ever owned. And it's sad to me that I'm afraid of heights and get nervous when I'm up on that high. He loads stands to be saddled and harnessed. He was only used for driving. I was planning on training him for riding located in Newport, Washington. Please message me for info asking for carrots. Good with this hooves. Good with this hooves being done. <laughs> I'm saying, so you can ride a. Thank you. Thank you. So you can ride a 17 hand horse, but not an 18 hand horse because then you get like what vertigo? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking maybe she was so frightened and that's why the ad was so wonky. 
Now, there is a photo accompanying this ad, and it is the biggest, fattest, fluffiest Pertron I've ever seen. Yes. He's so cute. He looks like a stuffed animal. He looks yes. really cute. He's like a giant Thelwell draft horse. It does. Yeah. He's that so he fluffy. Is. He's so yeah. fluffy. <laughs> and that saddle, he's got a Western saddle on it. Probably, what, a 16-inch seat on the saddle. But it looks like a tiny pony saddle on it. Yeah, it does. It does. Oh, it's adorable. <laughs> I kind of want to uh, see no soul. Carry on. What's there it? There you go. There you go. Okay, so Aaron sent in the next one, I think. Um, 11 hands pony mare reduced 475. This mare would make someone a nice pony to show or keep another horse or animal company in field. She gets along with larger and small animals. This mare has no health issue. Just been in the past year only. She is only five years old. Can be lead with halter. She is curious to people. <laughs> we okay. don't know what it is, but it leads. So we do know that. We with do. a halter. We yeah. do. And I don't see a picture here. No. So, so maybe she's invisible. That would be cool. We don't That's know how she's old so she is. Kind she is. Yeah, she's very curious. Uh, yeah, she's five. five. She's five oh. years old. Eleven. Well, hands. they did give us a lot of information then. Cool. Yeah. Um, the next one was sent in by Michelle, and this oh, this has a picture, it and it is one, two, three, four, five horses surrounding a round bale. And again, you can't see any heads. And and you can't see any heads, and they're very very thin. Need some good racking colts? God, oh, if I had a nickel for every time I said that, Lisa. <laughs> Looking, need some good racking colts? Look no further, because here they are: five fillies, five studs, ten in all. You can do his math. That's good. Thank, thank you for that math. <laughs> <laughs> Their bloodline is Jasmine. They are grade ages from six. To 16 months old. They ain't halter broke and ain't tame, but they ain't crazy. They just need some work. Oh my God. I read this completely wrong because it's located in Galliant, Alabama. There you go. Yeah. Why are we not surprised? I was just going to say that some of these colts look like they need to be wormed. Yeah. You know, and when you have five fillies and five studs, 10 and all in a field together, you about to have 15. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and these are 15 that you really don't want to have. Really don't want to have. Bless yeah. their is heart. That cow? Is that a cow in the background there? I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. But they're yeah. all, you know, I'm sure they're cheap. So. Oh, I'm, I'm sure because there's no price. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, Julia sent in the next <laughs> one. Let's move on. <laughs> um. Okay, this is interesting. Okay, 1970, have no idea, have no idea. $300. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. I guess that's the title. Um, and then it says about this vehicle, exterior color silver, interior color white. Seller's description, horse trailer needs wheels and title, wheels and tires, no title. And then there's oh, this picture. My. Yeah. Of this horse trailer that maybe it was white at one time, but it kind of looks like a mixture of rust and gray. 
Um, it's sitting on the axles, and um, the paint is peeling off so bad, and it's so rusty that I'd be afraid to get within like six inches of it because I think I might get tetanus. You <laughs> definitely need a Hep C and a tetanus shot to get near this thing. <laughs> yes, yes, it looks it looks like maybe something out of like Ghostbusters or something. Um, it yeah, and um, I I don't know. Maybe you could like house chickens in there, but I don't know what you'd do with it. It's this, like this one's sitting, post-apocalyptic. It yes. does. It yeah. really does. Yes. And and it's sitting on the ground. There's no tires at no. all. They're not no. flat. They're just no, not it's, there. It's sitting on the ground. And I don't know how you would move it. And maybe you could get money for scrap metal for it. But what does she want? $300 for it? I don't know. It It's a pretty uh, interesting looking thing. I wouldn't take three hundred to haul it away. So there's that. Uh, there's that. <laughs> you can't haul it away because there's no wheels. Uh, no. Next one was sent in by Caitlin, and this is a Facebook page called Horse Trailers for Sale in New England. And the uh, ad is: Does anyone have a used but in good condition bumper pull horse trailer for sale around thirteen hundred TA two thousand? Dollar sign space question mark. Well, you know what? Um, probably <laughs> if you look at the ad right before this one, we've got you covered. There you go. There you <laughs> go. And she's going to save some bucks. money. Yeah. Just yeah. invest. Invest a little in it. Oh, boy. That's a mess. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. And this one kind of tags on to the one or the two just before this. And Judy sent this, this one in. And it looks like a Facebook post. And it says, does anyone have a horse that can be ridden for free? Not too high strong for a beginner ridder. Oh, you know what? I'm going to volunteer my well-trained, lovely horse for some complete stranger to come out and ride. Like, that. who does that? Nobody does that. Nobody, Nobody does, does that. You should probably take lessons. <laughs> probably. Um, Karen sent this one in. Beautiful quarter horse, $1,500. I don't know where DMV is, but that's it's a it's like looks like a Craigslist ad. Yeah. A beautiful black and white quarter horse you want. Find a prettier one anywhere. Two blue eyes, four white socks, seven years old. Do not have papers right now, but will soon green broke, not a mean bone in him. Just green with constant riding will be a good all around horse. So at some point, Lisa, what I'm getting is if you train this horse, it someday will be good. All right. Maybe. Yeah. Walks right up on trailer. No problem. Just put shoe on front. If you are looking for a good young horse, he will be perfect. He stands about 15 dash one. Any questions, please leave an email. We'll answer any questions you have. Thanks for looking. <laughs> and no photo that came with this. Maybe there was a photo no. in the original ad, but it's hard to look when there's nothing to look at. There's nothing. And all you have to do is put a shoe up on the trailer and then he'll load right in because he wants to get the <laughs> hell perfect. out of there. He'll be perfectly trained. So do you take your sneaker <laughs> off and chuck it in and then he follows yes. it? Yes. Yep. There you go. Get on up there, big dude. Oh, I'm sorry. He won't load. Oh, you didn't take your shoe off and put it in the trailer. Like, obviously, that's what you have to do first. Duh. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, um, Marianne sent this next one in, and holy cow, uh, makes that other trailer look um, 
actually it's pretty decent. It's trailer day. It's trailer yeah, it's day here trailer on Horses day. in you, the Morning. You feel trailer. bad about dissing that silver one now, don't you? That silver I one do. looks like a gem. Yes. yes. So this says stock horse trailer, $800, Stewartstown. Hello with a W on the end. I have a horse trailer, but it's all open inside to the dividers out, comma, space, 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 one big <laughs> trailer. It pulls good. The lights and brakes work fine. Tires look good, but it's old, no title, and some rust. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, um, need some metal work on the sides and the doors need work bad in the back, but good to move live stock around on a farm. Oh my what? God. <laughs> this thing has no sides. There's How no you- sides. <laughs> there are no sides. And the tires to me look flat. Okay. But, but see what the, the photo That's of the trailer side. is from the side of the trailer and you can clearly see What's on the other side? Because yes. there's no walls. No. Like, this How are person... you going to move livestock around on the trailer? They're just going to jump right off. Oh, my goodness. Oh. This, uh, and it's it's a very um, interesting shade of rusty red that has that going for it. Yeah, I mean, there's it's not a trailer. It's no. just like it's, some it's like kind a of frame. a floor. It, it, it's, it's got it's like frame. the four corners and a roof. And and uh, it looks like it has a floor in it, but I wouldn't want to stand on it. And um, yeah, there you go. But it didn't. Oh, eight hundred dollars! Holy cow! This is one of those like don't buy sight unseen because the description <laughs> oh my does not sound at all like the actual photo. Yeah, but Jamie, the lights and the brakes work. Tires don't look good, <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> they look flat. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's There's... that's a uh, that's a good one. There's no walls. There's just no walls. No anyway, walls. moving no. on. No. Yeah. Sarah sent the next one in. Nemo is available. Oh, my God. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Nemo is available. The new has worn off, and this mama is tired of chasing him out of the barn, away from the rose bushes, or off the pool deck. Not a typo. He leads, loads himself into any trailer or on your back porch. Not kidding. He is 100% pet. He loves to go along to the shows as a companion, but can be warned he is chatty and some horses think the world is coming to an end when they hear his call. <laughs> he is adorable, but we just can't keep him contained in our hot wire. So if it, so if a free ranging, stinking cute donkey is what you desire, shoot me a DM. Edit. He doesn't like dogs. Being free range and all, I wouldn't recommend him for a home with dogs who live the same freewheeling lifestyle. <laughs> this is a devil donk. Like you can just see in his face, he is just ready to make. And he magic is the cutest happen. thing ever. And it looks like he likes cats because there's a cat right next to him. Yeah, cats are okay. Yeah. Not dogs, though. Not dogs. But isn't he cute, Jamie? Look oh at my- him. God, he's so cute. But again, you can see the the evil you on can. his face. You can. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you for hosting with me. I I know you have to get back to um fixing the hole in your roof, you poor thing. Yeah. And uh, thanks for doing what you do to help the people around Johnson's around Tennessee. Where are you? You're in Ashland City. Yeah, just um, near Nashville. 
dear Nashville and yeah. helping the people of Nashville and, and get back to it. And oh my gosh, it's raining here again. If anybody's curious, oh. so weird. <laughs> sorry. Oh, don't worry. It's coming to you next. I'm it is. It is. Blowing at your yeah. direction. <laughs> Sunny and 79. Jim. Just saying. Oh, shut up. You know what? <laughs> shut up. Nobody wants to hear that garbage. No. All right, Lisa, thank you so much, Jen. Thank you so much for producing everybody. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. We will be back on Monday. I think I mo- Monday you're with, with me again on Monday, correct? Um, maybe, or it might be the next Monday. Oh, who knows? Next Friday. I don't know. I don't have my calendar, but it's, but soon, <laughs> soon. Soon you'll be back when, yeah. oh, that's right. He's going on the cruise thing. So, you know what? We'll figure it out. Anyway, love you, mean it. Thank you for hosting Lisa. And thanks for producing Jen and everybody. Don't forget, please, for the love of God, spay, neuter, and guilt. Mm-hmm.